Welcome, my friends. We are back. Another tournament preview, Houston Open. Um, yeah, it's gonna. We're back in the states. We have Shotlink. Should be fun. Really excited to be back in the states with Shotlink and PGA Tour Live. These first last three weeks have been. They've been good because we got a winner, but they've been a mess to track because I'm addicted to watching shot link, watching my guys every shot. I know it's bad, but I like to see what's going on, and we didn't have that the past few weeks, but we do. We're back in the States. Houston, the second time this course has ever been played at. Last year was the first. 74-ish, 100 yards, par 70, long. It's going to be a tough track. I'm happy we're, we're going to have a tough track again. No more of these birdie fests for the time being. Like maybe we'll see a wing score like 13 to 15, which would be ideal because with these types of events, I like going to the top of the board, like getting the best players because in events like majors and with scores 10 to 15, the best players tend to win. So like these events, I shortened up my card this week and yeah, let's get right into it. You guys basically uh, I've heard enough about the course. You guys are here to listen to what I have to say about some golfers that I like. And again, I'll be using Rick's site to dive into golfers and uh, break down why I like some uh, some guys. So, but first, before I get into it, I'm going to rattle off my model that I made. Um, basically, went over a blend of driving distance with some driving accuracy. I think both of them are going to be pretty important this week. Approach in the buckets. Uh, Basically went from the buckets 125 to 200 and like three buckets in there. And scrambling because uh, bogey avoidance is going to be big this week. And a little bit of putting. So I'll go down my model. Number one in my model, Russell Henley for two straight weeks. Um, yeah, that should uh, that should uh, that should uh, tell you how he will perform. When Russell Henley models out extremely well, at least for me, doesn't end well. So Russell Henley was number two, number one. Grillo was number two. He actually withdrew. So I guess you could make Finau number two. Finau was the next in my model. I loved him this week. Um, Kyle Stanley, number four. Sam Burns and Eric Van Royen tied for six in my model. Um, Ches Revy, number seven in my model. Bet him last week. Um, and then we have three players tied for 10th. Tom Hoagie, Henrik Norlander, and Russell Knox. I will get into the betting board and... Let's see who we like. And so the favorites this week, Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Cam Smith. Those are the guys, three guys under 20 on DraftKings. Um, let's dive into why they are their favorites. And it's not going to be anything too surprising. Sam Burns is he's just unbelievable how good he is golfing his ball. I tweeted out yesterday how I am actively scared of Sam Burns. And I just wanted to overexpose myself to bet him. I don't think I'm going to. And why don't I think I'm going to? Just off the principle of him being a favorite and him going, him already winning as a favorite this season in a lesser field, I don't think he's going to go two for two as a favorite. Do I think he's going to perform well? Hell yeah. Do I think he's going to perform? Do I think he's going to win this event? I don't, but I'm very scared. Okay, just look at these numbers. Number one, Tita Green. Number three, Approach. And he's actually losing um, basically a zero, but losing putting. But he's back on his best service, service, which is Bermuda. Yeah, it's not a surprise that Sam Burns is the betting favorite. I wish he was just a little bit a little bit cheaper. 18 to 1. 
I mean, 16-1 on DraftKings, I think, or 12-1. But, yeah, I could have went Burns and another favorite and called it a day, but I just don't – you guys know I bet outrights only. I don't think Sam Burns is going to tech, going to win this event. I do think he'll perform great. I think he'll be – I think he's a great DFS cash play. He's probably going to be very owned, but I will not be betting Sam Burns. Next guy I want to dive into is Scotty Scheffler, who I don't bet very often because – he doesn't really model out for me. He kind of just scores. So, because when you look at his numbers, driving distance, um, nothing, nothing crazy. Approach, he's like a loser on approach. He's a good putter. But what does he do well? He scores well. He avoids bogeys well. Um, yeah, if you, when you look into like secondary stats, such as um, like uh, par four scoring, par three scoring, stuff like that, those are where he where he um, rates out well. So if you model if you model out with those types of things, then that's where you, where, where you will see Scotty Scheffler um, in models. But he never models out for me, which is why I don't bet him a lot. But I do like him this week. I like him because he had a great performance last week at Mayakobi. You see he finished fourth. We have no uh, – gained nine-plus nine strokes, but we don't have the rest of the numbers. And he's back home in Texas. He went to, he went to Texas. He's going to have a – I'm sure he'll have a lot of friends and family there. Yeah, and this is these are the types of events that Scotty Scheffler does well in, and these are the types of events Scotty Scheffler I think is going to get his first win in, uh, an, an event where the score is between eleven and sixteen. I don't really see Scotty Scheffler competing in a birdie fest, although he can make birdies like he did at Northern Trust a few weeks ago. I mean, a few a year and a half ago when uh, DJ outlasted him, he can make a lot of birdies. But I think Scotty Scheffler's first win is going to come in a tougher, tougher, tougher condition type score where you have to make pars, pars are a premium, and you can roll a few putts. And Scotty Scheffler does fit that mold. The last guy of the favorites is Cam Smith, who didn't model out for me at all. I didn't really uh, didn't really look too deep into him. I, I know he's going to be a pivot play. I saw a few guys bet him outright at 25-1. to 1. He's a gainer in Bermuda. He's a great, he's a great putter all around. Um this t- his total driver driving efficiency number I feel like is a bit skewed from just this season's numbers. He played in just the CJ Cup and he was a gainer off the tee. I'm genuinely scared of Cam Smith's driver. I bet him at the WGC, the one that answer won, and he could have literally won that event. He was tied for the lead heading into 18, and he went in the trees, tried to be a hero, and lost. Didn't even make the playoff because his driver was erratic. And that no- that total driving efficiency number. And all of those driving numbers should come back down to his normal, normal regret, like normal numbers. I don't see that continuing. If I mean, if it does, Cam Smith is poised for a massive season if he figures out that driver. Um, he's a great, he's a great wedge player. He's not really the best long iron player, so I don't really love him in this spot. And he's kind of, I feel like he's just a favorite because of the name and because he's been so close to winning recently. Look at these recent events. T9, 14, 34, 2, 5, 10. Yeah, like he's a good player. I'm just not going to get there at Cam Smith this week. But if you do, um, I don't hate you for that. And yeah, he, he should he should perform. And also, Aussies in Texas, it's just a thing. All right, we'll go to the 20 to 40 range. Got a few guys I like here. First guy I'll talk about is um, Taylor Gooch. He is, I saw him as low as 20 to 1. I saw him as high as 35 to 1. And what do I like about Taylor Gooch this this week? So the driver is 
sometimes is problem. But you know what was also a big a big thing last week was you needed to drive the ball accurate to perform at Mayakoba. And he was in the final group last week at Mayakoba. We don't have his off-the-team numbers, but he clearly drove it well. And he clearly gave himself opportunities. And let's see what he did last year at this exact event on this exact course. He finished fourth. And the year before that, he finished fourth. I know that was a different a different um course. Two fourth place finishes that at this event. And what what was he what did he do off the off the tee? Basically a zero off the tee. And that's what we need from that's what we need from Taylor Gooch. Be a zero on, on approach. I mean off the tee. Kill it on approach. Roll some putts. Um, he's gonna have to gain a little bit. Usually, some guys like I usually been on ball ball strikers who I, who who I can say be a zero putter and you'll win. He's gonna have to gain a little bit with his flat stick, but he is capable of doing that. He's a he's a gainer with his putter. Bermuda is his technically worst surface, but he's done well in on the on these surfaces recently. I mean, the past two years, past year, I mean, and yeah, give me gain two to three strokes putting. We'll be in good business with uh, with Gooch. And yeah, he's playing great. He's got the course history. It was a no-brainer. I clicked Taylor Gooch at, Gooch at thirty-five to one. So that's my second play. I bet Scotty Scheffler. Um, another guy who is in this twenty-two forty range. Who I'll dive into real quick. I think we'll have a good week. That is Terrell Hatton. I bet him last week at Mayakoba, and he made the cut. I think on the number, and then had an awesome Saturday. And then did shot like one or two over on on uh, Sunday to finish 40th. But why does he make sense this week? He's a great long iron player. That's and he's a game, he's a good putter. But it's 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 the long irons that make Terrell Hatton popular this week. I don't think he's gonna win. I just I'm not the biggest Terrell Hatton fan, and I regretted betting him last week. Even though the only person I would have bet instead of him. Would have been Aaron Wise, and it wouldn't have made it wouldn't have made a difference. But betting Terrell Hatton last week was a bad play. I regret it, and I thought to go back to him this. I thought to go back to him this week because I like going back to guys I bet the week prior. Because you, I know what happens to you too. You bet someone a week a week ago. You bet someone two weeks ago, and then they win the next week. You're like shit, I bet him last week. I wish I wouldn't take him this week. But yeah, I thought about going back to Hatton, but I didn't. The guy I did go back to from last week, this guy, Tony Finau. What do I like about Tony Finau? Long driver, great in these buckets. 175 to 228, 150 to 175, 52, 125 to 150, 36. That is where, that is where a third of the shots on this course are coming from, from those three ranges. Um, and... He kills it there. That obviously those aren't the top ten on tour, but that's awesome in this field. He's probably top five in those three numbers on this field. He modeled out great for me. He modeled his third in my model. And let's look at his um well, also another thing I like about Fino is I'm seeing some foreshadowing in a win. Because when you look at his his win at the Northern Trust, he went 15, then two solid performances and a win. So what do we have here? 15, 11, solid, two solid performances, maybe a win. I mean, I would hope. But that's the foreshadowing I like to see. Similar numbers. Obviously, we don't have the Mayakoba numbers, but yeah. And I bet him last week. I think Finau's poised for a great week. Um, I love the long irons or maybe even mid irons because he's going to be longer than a lot of guys. 
and he proved that he can uh, club down if he needs to off the tee. But guys are going to be hitting driver here. Fino's going to have a uh, Fino's going to have a little bit less in. I think he'll do great this week. Um, another guy, um, this guy also. I don't know if you've ever heard of him in the twenty to forty range. There's a rumor that he helped design this course, but like, I don't. I've never heard of this guy. Brooks Kepka, South he's South African. He's he got to be a South African. Um, yeah, I'm hearing him a lot on Twitter. Um, apparently he's a, de- a course designer. I don't even know why he's gotten the event if he's a course designer, but yeah, he seems like he's a pretty good guy. Go- oh, I missed the cut at the Mayakoba. He's, he, ah, yeah, I don't know what there is to like about this guy. So I don't want to get dive too deep into this guy. Clearly just some South African golfer that, um, must, must be new on tour, but maybe, maybe he's poised for a good week, helped design the course. Brooks Kepka. Yeah. All right. Here we are. Aaron Wise. Talked about him a little bit ago. Why do I like Aaron Wise? What is there not to like about Aaron Wise? Look at all this green. He's what is he? What has Aaron Wise done in his career? Killed a tee to green, cannot putt the ball. And I speak about it all the time. He's got the broomstick going and it's ugly, but it's working. Look at those. He's gained putting in one, two, three. Oh no. One, two, three, four. Four of his last five, that's awesome. That is awesome. If Aaron Wise can roll it, if Aaron Wise can roll it, and let's look at this Houston. If Aaron Wise can roll it on this Bermuda grass and came 2.45 strokes, T11 last year, maybe hit the ball a little better, we are in business. And Aaron Wise is just poised for a fall swing win. It's just, it's, it's coming. What has he done this fall? 26th, 8th, 5th, 15th. It's coming, guys. Just I I bet wise I think once this season maybe not even once, it's coming, so maybe sooner than later maybe this week. I love Aaron Wise. I bet him at thirty five to one. Move on to the forty five to sixty five range. Um, let's 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 talk about the number one guy in my model, Russell Henley. Why would you say the number one guy in my model? Uh, great driver, great approach. Great iron player, and he's a career gainer on Bermuda. But I'm just Henley was in my blacklist last year for good reason. I took him off. I bet him twice this year. He's done nothing. I don't remember. I bet him last week, and maybe I don't remember what other event I bet him in. Yeah, I mean. Why don't I like him? Because look what he did last last year at this event. And he had similar form coming in as he did last year. Nothing like nothing special. He won this event at a different course, but he T29 here last year, just crushing it on approach, which he does, but he's just not it's nothing special. I'm not seeing anything special from Russell Henley that's making me think he's going to win this week. I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll will he will. He's number one in my model, and I'll kick myself for not betting him. But I just don't see Russell Henley winning this week. And it's so easy to say I don't see someone winning, but number one in my model, I don't see it. And I bet him last week, and I just it's so hard to get behind this guy because he's just such a dweeb. Um, we'll look at someone else who is in this range. Um, probably somewhere around fifty to one. Mackenzie Hughes. Um, Mackenzie. What does Mackenzie Hughes does do well? He puts the shit out of the ball. He's a short game specialist, 
And he hits his long iron decent. That's why he finished. What did he finish? That's why he finished seventh last last year at this event. He's never he's never he's never really gonna gain off the tee. He didn't crush it on approach. And look what he did in putting. That's Mackenzie Hughes. That's Mackenzie Hughes. Like it's not a surprise that he did well that at this place last year. Long irons and putting. And let's see if Bermuda how he like is a career on Bermuda. Um, he's a gainer on Bermuda. Like, he's a great putter. Long irons, putting. Mackenzie Hughes makes a lot of sense. Course history. The form's not there, though. That's what I'm worried about for uh, Mackenzie Hughes. I mean, actually, no, I don't I don't mean that. The form's not there with his irons, but these are shorter courses mainly. Uh, not really. I mean, I'm not really worried about this off the tee stuff. He doesn't gain off the tee. The putter has been awesome. Yeah, I Mackenzie Hughes makes sense. Course history, finished fourth last year. He's playing okay. He needs the game with his approach because it's going to be long irons. Yeah, I do like Mackenzie Hughes this week. Not going to get there. I do like him this week. Another guy who in this range that caught my eye, 55 to 1 around. But this course makes so much sense for Jason Kokrak. Long irons, long irons in. But look at this form. There's nothing here from Kokrak that will allow me to bet him maybe the number maybe you're betting the number that's it but this form is just what is it 54th cut 11 15th cut cut i feel like when coke rack when coke rack wins and i okay again i bet i bet only outrights when coke rack wins i feel like it's more foreshadowed and yeah like look at all this green all this green and then look at all this red I don't see it this week for Kokrak. I'm okay with being late on him. I If he does win this week, I won't be upset. But, uh, yeah, I just can't get there with Kokrak. Another guy who popped up in my model in this range, Eric Van Royen. Let's see why he popped up in, in my model. It's going to be the long irons, I assume. Yes, yes, awesome, awesome long iron player. Awesome. Awesome, and he's a long hitter. Eric Van Royen makes so much sense. I love Eric Van Royen. He won recently. It was at the uh, Barracuda, but he around that win, he was played awesome after that. Seventh at Northern Trust, fifth at the BMW. He didn't do good at the Tour Championship. He's kind of been giving it back a little recently since those weeks off, but, man, does this course feel like it makes sense for Van Royen? I think it does. So I think you get him at like 75, 80. I do, I do, I got a question. Do I play DFS? I do not play DFS. I strictly bet outrights. Um, I know about DFS a little bit. I can give you some DFS tips, but there's better guys than me at DFS. I don't hate it. I just prefer betting outrights. I win betting outrights over the year. But, I mean, what's DFS and betting? You're, I st- we're still, it's the same idea. I'm still trying to look for golfers who will perform well. But no, I do not play DFS. Um, all right, let's go on to the seventy-five to one hundred range. Um, some some guy that caught my eye, and I know a few of my friends. Uh, Andy, Andy's on him, and he's trying to not Bo Van Pelt. Sorry. Um, it's Brandon Grace. Why do why why will Brandon Grace perform well? Brandon Grace has been doing well at these tough tracks. Bermuda's his best surface, which is awesome. He's pretty freaking solid with these long irons, but 
he's got a gain off the tee. He's definitely got a gain off the tee. And it's not hasn't been there with his driver. It hasn't been there. I mean, he's not really the best putter, but he's Bermuda is his best surface. Yeah, Brandon Grace. Uh, I saw they were, we were talking. They had him at 110 on our local. I don't hate that at all. Um, if you have some, if you want to sprinkle a dart, Brandon Grace is a solid dart. Um, another one. And I see. Let's see if you ever heard of this guy. I feel like I don't know. Maybe you have. You know Pereira. Every week with this fucker. Um, Tita Green two approach two. Just look at just look at this off the tee and approach. Like it's there, but look at the results. Not there. Does it make sense? Kind of because he can't putt for shit. But does he? Does I think this is the best spot for me to yet. Um, we we tried to roll him out on these birdie fests, and we just saw that these. He's he might be a major difficult conditions U.S. Open type guy. Fairway green, roll a putt every now and then. Maybe that's Mito's formula. This so if that is, this is the best spot so far for Mito that we have seen. Um, and his odds are drifting. His odds are drifting. He didn't really model out for me too hard because I went, I took, I didn't just focus it on ball striking. Um, so. I'm not, I didn't get there with Mito, but his odds are drifting. And I think this is a good buy low spot on Mito. I'm not really sure what his pricing is in DFS. Might probably like low sevens, but I think this is a good buy low spot on Mito. And I think this is the best spot we have seen for Mito so far this season. Um, another guy in the, uh, that caught my eye in this range. He didn't really model out for me, but Sebastian Munoz, and it's more of a narrative thing than anything. He went to North Texas. With his buddy um, Carlos Ortiz, I think they both. I I hope I don't look so stupid right now. Carlos Ortiz College. Yes, they were. They both went to Carlos. Both went to North Texas. Obviously, Ortiz won this event last year. Texas guy. Um, maybe two North Texas guys win it in a row. But let's let's look into into Munoz. One twenty five. One one fifty. He's not great in these buckets, but. He's he's good. He's okay in Bermuda. How did is he have any any course history? Let's see. No, he never played this course before. So maybe this isn't the best spot for Munoz. Just like different a narrative a narrative a narrative based thing. I just wanted to dive into him a little bit. All right, we'll move on to some uh some bombs and then we'll get out of here. Um, hundred plus guys. Um, I I thought this is a good spot for Taylor Pendrith. Why do I think this is a good spot for Taylor Pendrith? The driver, and the driver, the driver really, basically, really only it. Driving distance twentieth, yeah, awesome driver. He, and from his small sample size, he's a good gainer on Bermuda. What, where does he play that with Bermuda? Obviously, Bermuda Championship, but those putting numbers aren't there. I'm sure he put awesome. Hmm. Um. Anything else? Obviously, we don't really have any. Too many strokes gain numbers on him, but yeah, I feel like uh, the Pendrith makes sense because of the driver. And if he is a gainer on Bermuda, but I know it's a small sample size, then definitely makes sense. Driver, putter, feel. I like that build, Maverick McNeely build. Like him too, but I'm not going to talk about him. Um, I'm not even going to type in his profile, but I like Danny 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 Willett in difficult conditions. Um, Ryan Palmer. Texas always comes out in Texas. 
Good long iron player. I like Ryan Palmer. Joel Damon, I bet him last week. He's got some good form. So look, I feel like he's more of less like a safer guy. I feel like I'd play him in a cash game. Like he'll make the cut. Hopefully he – will he make the cut? Yeah, I feel like he'll make the cut. And he had a few blow up. He had a blow up hole last week that got him off track. Um, let's see, he never played this course before, but I feel like, I mean, he's okay long iron. I feel like Joel Damon's safe. Um, other guy, Henrik Norlander. He was tenth in my model. Let's see why. Let's dive into Norlander real quick. Um. It's these two buckets right here, the 175 and the 125, Tita Green, the driving distance and the driving accuracy. Yeah, seems like a good spot for him. Fourth, 65th, eighth, he's made four cuts in a row. He's made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten of his last 11 cuts. He's playing good golf. Let's see if he has any course history here. I think he does. He missed the cut here last year. So, because he put like shit, but he hit the ball good. I think, yeah, I think this is a good spot for Norlander. I think he's a save, maybe a little dart throw. I like Norlander this week. And the final guy who I'll talk about um, is uh, Keith Mitchell. Bet him two weeks ago at CJ Cup three weeks ago. Great long driver. He can make birdies. I know this isn't this isn't the birdie fest, but he can make birdies. He's got to avoid those blow-up holes. But, yeah, besides that, uh, that's everyone, yeah. And I will be releasing my card in 20 minutes. So stay out on the lookout for that. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me. And good luck this week. Hope we can hit an outright. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. Let's hit an outright. Let's go.